Hey there. Don't bother knocking. Just come on in. We're practically family by now. Welcome back. When we last left the boys, they were about to become intergalactic roadkill. And I know the anticipation is so thick you could cut it with a knife. So without further ado... There they were, our two hillbilly heroes. Jesse was crying his eyes out to mourn the 10-year anniversary of when Daddy left and Hoss. Hoss had a shit grin plastered on his face the size of Texas. But it wasn't because of the morbid curiosity that only a head-on collision with a UFO will bring. It was because Hoss's life was flashing before his eyes and a thousand gas station Slim Jims danced on his pupils. And as fate would have it, at that precise moment, Jesse remembered the last thing his Paul Bandit said as he drove away in his 55 Supersport. You're the man of the house now. Don't fuck it up. Jesse jerked himself into reality. He yanked his head toward the UFO. He yanked his head toward Hoss. And he grabbed his little big brother by the nape of his neck like a really heavy and dumb kitten and he dragged him behind an old Pontiac Firebird convertible with flames down one side and rust down the other. Jesse shook his brother's shoulders and pointed to the sky. Holy sh... And as a fire burned the wreckage of a ship, but it was not consumed, Hoss pulled away from his brother and scurried to a pile of parts to get a better view. Upon arrival, the sweet bear of a man simply shrugged his shoulders and mouthed, Sorry. Sorry I left you. Jesse exhaled, gathered his strength and his courage, and started army crawling across the field toward Hoss. But with no official military training, Jesse's crawl was embarrassingly awkward and very slow. After what felt like light years, Jesse reached his brother, and without any provocation, he slid uncomfortably close to him. And it was at this moment that Jesse decided to come clean with his brother about what really happened to Stretch Armstrong. Turns out, Army Edition Stretch Armstrong wasn't captured by the Viet Cong. Turns out, Chinese Charlie didn't torture him to death. Turns out, Jesse took him to show and tell in second grade. Sally Beth Mebbin stole him. She cut his arms off. She squeezed the jelly out. Jesse looked from his brother's eyes to the ground. But Hoss immediately let it go, and he grinned. He placed his hand on Jesse's shoulder and asked if Armstrong cracked before Sally did away with him. Jesse wiped his tears and said no. He died an honorable death. Well then, he will always live on in our hearts, Hoss replied. And he poked his brother in the chest. A little too hard. The UFO's gears began grinding as the ramp started to lower. A burst of birds shot out of an old VW van and exploded into the sky. Jesse was shaking. Hoss was poised and ready. The ship opened, like a curtain, slowly inviting you to peek into the unknown. But smoke also poured out, obscuring the dark shadow of the creature. As it emerged, the burp broke the tension, and Jesse looked to Hoss. Hoss threw up his hands like, it wasn't me, and pointed toward the alien. And then Jesse looked at Hoss like, yeah, right, 
But then out of the mist stumbled an overweight, slouching extraterrestrial. Very much resembled an overweight Middle Eastern man. Like King Tut on a gravy diet, if you will. A few empty cans rattled their way down the ramp after him. It was all very unimpressive. Before the alien could gain composure, Hoss bum-rushed him. But it recovered, sidestepped him, and extended a foot, tripping Hoss. Seeing his brother go down, Jesse emerged like a viper, ready to strike, Hoss's gun in his hands. The alien reached down and helped Hoss back up. Jesse broke the contact between their hands and stepped between his brother and the unwelcomed guest. Jesse raised the hand cannon toward the creature, who stared back inquisitively at the piece. The alien reached out slowly, took the gun from Jesse's trembling hand, studied it for a moment, and then tossed it on the ground a few yards away. Jesse retrieved the gun and once again pointed it at the alien, but his arm was still trembling with fright. And the alien, he once again reached over and gently took the gun away. But this time, he tossed the gun to Hulse, who playfully called it. Defeated, Jesse put his hand out to Hulse and gave him a stern look for it to be returned. But Hulse just tossed it back to the alien and let out a hearty laugh. The alien then threw the gun on the ground again, and Jesse begrudgingly retrieved the gun again. But this time, upon his return, he was met with a high-tech laser. Hoss stepped in to shield his brother, but the alien simply handed the laser to Hoss, who handed it to Jesse, who threw it on the ground. The alien smiled and then pointed to himself, and in an almost metallic robotic accent, if you will, he said his name, Zambingi. Hoss stepped forward to teach Zambingi to shake and introduced himself. Jesse, reluctant to trust anyone after Daddy left, spoke back. Zambangi, if that's even your name, we speak English on Earth. And he grabbed Zam by the arm and led him toward the shed for interrogation. Jesse had questions. Hoss had a new friend. And Zam, well, he may have just found a home. Whatever it may be, you can always count on me. Illegal Aliens is written by Chad Matheny and Clint Buckner, with voice work and music by Michaela Bay and Clint. Produced by Possum Run Over My Grave Productions. See y'all soon.